Do you feel like you're always tired, fatigued, or exhausted? Do you feel like you try everything to get more energy? If that sounds familiar, stick around because we're going to solve the fatigue mystery on this episode of The Doc Mo Show. Welcome, I'm Dr. Angela Mosley, and this is the very first episode of my brand new podcast. So thanks so much for being here. I'm a licensed medical doctor specializing in functional medicine and natural wellness. And I would say that hands down, the number one issue that most people complain to me about when they reach out is fatigue or just generally feeling tired and exhausted and just not having enough energy no matter what they do. That's why today we're going to delve into this topic because it's so common and affects so many people in a negative way. So if you struggle with low energy, whether that's waking up tired and needing three or four cups of coffee before you can get your day started, or if you're someone who gets hit every day with that super annoying 2 to 4 p.m. slump and you're feeling wiped out every day after lunch, or if you're experiencing anything in between as far as low energy is concerned, we're going to talk about it today. Now, this is a really big topic, so I'm sure there will be many more episodes in the future to look at all the various aspects and nuances of this. But today, we're specifically going to discuss where low energy comes from and why almost everything you tried hasn't helped to this point, even if you've seen your doctor or even if you tried working with a wellness or holistic practitioner. And then we'll discuss what to actually do to make fatigue and exhaustion go bye-bye forever. If that sounds good, let's jump right in. Fatigue can hit a person in many different ways. And if you've ever had the misfortune to experience this, you know. I would say most people have morning fatigue, meaning you sleep all night, but you wake up tired, like you could go right back to sleep. Then there's another percentage of people who actually don't get a full night's sleep. And that's the main reason that they are experiencing fatigue. And then there are others who have afternoon fatigue. That's the 2 to 4 p.m. slump where it can feel almost impossible to keep your eyes open. And you just want to lay down and take a nap. And evening fatigue is similar to the afternoon fatigue where you feel like you just can't stay awake in the evening. The people who I find are the most frustrated in this category are those who are so sleepy at 7 and 8 p.m., but when they finally go to lay down and fall asleep, now all of a sudden they are wide awake. If you're feeling fatigue that's similar to any of those versions, I feel your frustration. I've even been through it myself. And when you're working hard and trying to get things done at work or in your business, you don't have time to be tired. So if you think about it, your body is actually giving you a sign and letting you know that you need to look for the actual root cause so you can fix it. And that's pretty cool because as frustrating as fatigue can be, your body is causing these symptoms to help you. Symptoms would be like the check engine light on the dash or if you saw smoke coming from under the hood of your vehicle. The light and the smoke are only symptoms of the real problem. So covering up the light or fanning away the smoke won't do a single thing to address the real problem, which is the engine. The symptoms also don't tell you what the actual engine problem is. It could be several different things, 
but you would have to take your vehicle to a qualified mechanic to actually find the true problem. In a similar way, simply covering up the symptoms of fatigue with caffeine, for instance, which is the most popular form of energy boosting. And that's because it does work, at least temporarily. But caffeine and energy boosters never fix the real hidden imbalance. And those hidden imbalances can cause many major health issues if left unaddressed. Imagine if you ignore your check engine light. You know that after a while, something bad is going to happen if you don't figure out what's causing that light. This is how most people mess up big time with their health. And that's by treating the symptoms with a very temporary fix like caffeine. And you know it's temporary. All you have to do is ask yourself, how long does it take for that first cup of coffee to wear off? Now, some of you are so deep in the issue that the first cup of coffee doesn't even do anything for you. But now let's think about the difference between your younger self and now. When you were a child or a teenager, did you need to fill up on caffeine in order to have energy? Most of us were going and going like the Energizer Bunny back then. No coffee needed. So your body's energy production has nothing to do with needing coffee or caffeine. And it has nothing to do with having to take anything at all. So if you want to fix, and I mean really fix the issue and get rid of the fatigue, it's not about finding the newest, latest, and greatest energy boosting whatever they came up with this week. Because if you didn't need it to have energy when you were younger, you also don't need it now. We just need to get our real imbalances back into balance. And we're going to talk about what to look for and how to do that. Now, I'm sure somebody's going to say, well, what about B vitamins? Maybe I have a deficiency. And maybe you do. But have you actually been tested to see whether you do or not? Even so, B vitamins will only work if it's the right formulation and the right dosage that you need and the specific types that you need. Otherwise, if you don't get all of those variables completely right, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but the B vitamins won't work either. Oh, and if you were tested, but let's say by your regular doctor, you might as well throw those results in the trash. Now, don't really throw them in the trash, but you will have to take them to someone who's trained and qualified to actually interpret the results. But the reason I say those results are trash is because the standards for the lab ranges, especially on most conventional vitamin tests, were set in the 1920s and 30s. Oh, and did I mention they haven't been updated in almost 100 years? It's not like we don't have 100 years of research and clinical studies since then to bring everything up to date. So for instance, on lots of standard lab panels, the vitamin B12 level is normal as low as 400. But I see people bringing in their results all the time from their other doctors with levels in the 400s or 500s or even 600 range. And that's just too doggone low. And the crazy thing is that most doctors are just going to look and be like, yeah, well, it's normal. I have no idea why you could be so tired. Hmm, maybe you're just depressed. And you're sitting there like, I'm not depressed. But they don't hear you. To them, that's it. The issue absolutely has nothing to do with their completely outdated clinical tests and poor diagnostic skills. Oh no, it couldn't possibly be that. And they'll wait until the levels drop so low 
that their patients could really start to have some major health issues. And that leads me into the problem with so many of the so-called wellness and holistic practitioners out there. Of course, that could seem like a better way to go when trying to resolve symptoms like fatigue naturally, but many of them don't really have a very good grasp or understanding on how different areas of the body work and function together. So they may check vitamin levels in a much more detailed way, for instance, or they may check the thyroid or maybe other hormones, and some of them will give you an eating plan, while other ones believe in checking the gut, and I'm sure some of you have met these folks. But let me ask you, are you still tired? For a large number of people, the answer is yes. Now, why is that? Because they are not totally wrong. And a lot of what many wellness practitioners do is really good and helpful. The issue usually is that they don't really have the full picture. So what do I mean? Most people with fatigue have multiple imbalances all at once. So checking one or two things, even if it's something critical like gut health or thyroid or hormones or just getting an eating plan isn't going to cut it by itself. Even if they looked at all those areas together, it's still not going to be the total solution. And how do I know? Well, I know because at least half of the people who call me to become a new client have already been to a holistic practitioner and they still aren't better because if they were, they wouldn't be calling me. So what do you need to do to really fix fatigue? The answer is something very, very simple and I call it the find and fix process. The first step is to find all of your root cause imbalances not just one or two, and even finding three or four isn't going to cut it. I generally look at 10 critical areas just to give you a comparison. And under each area, I'm looking for and addressing multiple potential problems. And then based on what we find, we can create the exact solution to fix each and every one of those imbalances. See, easy peasy. Now everybody's thinking, wait, what are the 10 areas? Okay, calm down. I am going to tell you. I would not leave you hanging like that. Here are the 10 areas of imbalance that you must have evaluated and addressed by a qualified practitioner in order to find your exact solution and ditch the fatigue for good. The first is gut health. If you are unable to properly digest and absorb your nutrients, you are probably going to be very tired. The next is nutrient levels. You can probably imagine how digestion and nutrient levels are tied together, but many people have nutrient deficiencies for many other reasons, whether or not they have gut issues. And there are multiple nutrient deficiencies that can cause fatigue, not just low B vitamins. The third area is cortisol and adrenals. Cortisol is one of the main metabolic hormones in the body. And one of the primary functions of cortisol is to wake you up in the morning and give you energy. The next area is neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters are basically the chemical messengers that send signals in the body. When there's an imbalance here, you can feel not right in all sorts of ways. Fatigue being a bit one of those, but also mood issues or anxiety sleep issues, and problems with memory and focus. These are just some of the challenges that can come with neurotransmitter imbalances. The next is thyroid. 
Thyroid is another one of the major metabolic hormones. It functions in literally every cell of the body. And here's a fun fact. Almost no doctors are trained on how to diagnose or treat thyroid issues properly based on the current body of research. To simplify it, we were trained to treat thyroid based solely off the TSH levels. And sometimes we check the T4 level to make sure that it isn't getting too high. That method of thyroid treatment is based on research from who again? Oh, the pharmaceutical company that sells the biggest brand of thyroid medicine, which, by the way, doesn't even work for a lot of people. Raise your hand if you've been on thyroid medicine, but it's not helping you. Oh, but I'm telling you, don't tell me it's my diagnostic skills. You're just depressed. There's no way I could be an incompetent doctor prescribing medicine that doesn't even work for you. Then won't even listen when you say over and over again that it doesn't work. That would be impossible, right? Anyway, don't get me started. Next is hormone imbalances, both in men and women. Many different hormone deficiencies can cause fatigue. Now the next few get into some of the habits we look at that can be linked to fatigue. The next one is your eating and diet. And this is not just about what you're eating. That's another trap that a lot of people fall into. What should I eat? But it's also about how much to eat and when to eat. And one thing that I see more than anything is that most people aren't eating enough to support their day-to-day activities. Think about it. If you're a busy achiever and working out and always on the move, constantly on the go, go, go with tons of projects that need to get done. Yeah, it sounds like you can do all of that with only one or maybe two meals a day. I mean, come on. And don't act like it doesn't happen. (laughs) I've helped a lot of people. I know what's going on. So that could be another big reason for fatigue. The next area I classify as physical and other habits. Yes, exercise included, but also other behaviors like negative thought processes. And you'll love this one, a high stress lifestyle. Now, everybody's thinking, listen, I know I'm tired. I know this doc. But please don't tell me to stop stressing out. I live on stress. I know you do. A lot of people do. But there is a better way. And if you're not one of those people who's stressing, that's awesome for you. Let's focus on what does apply to you on this list. Now, the next habit is sleep. If you're not getting enough sleep, this can absolutely cause you to be fatigued. And for a lot of people, it can be a real challenge to figure out how to get better sleep. And the last one is not a habit, but I put it last because to me, it's in a category all of its own. And that is toxicity, chemical and environmental. Toxicity comes in many different varieties and almost all of them can absolutely cause fatigue. So those are our top 10 root causes of fatigue. And do you want to know something awesome? I put together a free checklist with the top 10 root causes of fatigue and that nasty little monster brain fog that often goes right along with it. The list that we discussed today is what I use to evaluate anyone complaining of low energy and fatigue. So you don't have to rewind this over and over. You can just grab the handy checklist to make sure all your bases are covered. So today we discussed the fact that fatigue is a symptom and symptoms cannot be addressed directly. 
because they are simply signals that there is an imbalance somewhere in the body. And now that we learn the 10 areas that must be evaluated in order to really get to the bottom of fatigue, we begin to realize that the situation is much more complicated than we may have imagined. And so much so that even most doctors and wellness practitioners are missing the mark because they usually only check for a few of the possible root cause imbalances. And now we know there is a go-to checklist of the top 10 root causes of fatigue. Think of this checklist as your unfair advantage whenever you're in the process of choosing or having discussions with your wellness practitioner. So you can make sure they will be willing to check every single area on the list for you and you can find the most precise solution so you can finally have the energy and the vitality that you want and need because successful people don't have time to be tired, right? If you're still with me, that means you stuck with me until the end. And I want to thank you so much for listening today. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you enjoyed this episode or feel like you got value from it, go ahead and leave a review. Also, don't forget to click the link in the show notes and grab the free top 10 root causes checklist for fatigue and the bad baby sister brain fog. Be sure to come back and join me next week for a brand new episode. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.